Okay, in this tutorial we're going to talk about uh, managing our fonts. Now, just like we talked about with photos, when you place a photo, the photo isn't actually embedded in your InDesign document. It's actually linking to these files that are located on the computer and it addresses that file path that existed before or as you linked that photo. The same thing unfortunately happens for fonts. So if you'll just follow in an example for me, say you're working in the computer lab and you use a font like we have in this case, which is uh, Myriad Pro. So we've used Myriad Pro in our file and then we save our file and we close it and we save all our files and we get to another computer and when we get on another computer so just imagine if you will that we're on a different computer now and <clears throat> we're on that other computer and then we try to open that file on another computer and if that computer that second computer that we're getting on doesn't have the font installed on that computer that it had when we first placed the document this is the error message that you're going to receive it's going to say that this document uses one or more fonts which are not currently available on your system the text will use a substitute font until the original font becomes available now if you press OK <clears throat> what it's going to look like is that you're going to see now that all that type that used that font, that Myriad Pro, let me turn off the uh, hidden characters, is that it's going to have this kind of pink highlight over it. And what that's signaling to you is that that font is not on this computer. So you won't be able to do really any formatting of your InDesign document because that font doesn't exist. So you couldn't change the font. What it may force you to do if you're at a point, you're going to have to simply pick a different font and you'll see it has these brackets saying this font's not on this computer. And that's the same thing. It's like those linked photos. <clears throat> this is not really Myriad Pro. Uh, just like if we tried, this link was broken on this image here, it wouldn't really, and when you print it, you're going to have issues. So what you need to do to solve this is that you need to move those fonts with you from computer to computer. Now this is kind of a hassle, but once you understand the principle of what how InDesign handles external files, it uh, will make a lot of sense. So I'm going to go ahead and turn those fonts back on on my computer. <coughs> and you'll see now I've turned the font back on my computer, so uh, that file, as soon as I Ooh, it just updated itself right there so let me open that InDesign file again so if the fonts are on the computer you'll find you, you won't see those errors so what you need to do now I talked about moving those files with you your image files now it's a, too tedious to go into the computer's uh, library and try to copy files so what InDesign actually does it gives you this ability to file and what they call package your InDesign document and the fonts and all the images that your InDesign file uses. So if I select package, 
Now, it's also going to pre-flight this as well. And what it's telling me, and again, this is beyond the scope of the tutorials, that I have three RGB photos. Uh, this is the wrong color mode for print documents, but you can kind of ignore this. Uh, again, you need to talk to your instructor about the correct color mode for whatever project you're working on. In most cases, if you're using InDesign, it's going to be a print destination, so it needs to be CMYK color mode. So I want to push Package, and it's going to ask me for some printing instructions. You can just continue this. This is more advanced uses if you're sending a job to a press. And what it's asking now, it's asking me where I want to save this learning InDesign package folder. So I'm going to save it to my desktop. And it's going to copy the fonts. It's going to copy the linked graphics. And it's going to update the graphic links in the package. And so what it's do, it's going to create the path to the package. So just make sure these three are selected. Save it to your desktop and press OK. Now this warning will pop up and it's saying that you're, you know, moving fonts around that you don't, don't own is a copyright problems. So press OK. And what that did now, <clears throat> now if I close this, file, close, you'll see on my desktop now it created this learning InDesign folder. So if I take a look inside this learning InDesign folder, what it's created and brought along with it is it's copied that original InDesign file. It went through and grabbed the links that were in the file, so I no longer need this file or these files anymore. And it copied the fonts that I used in my InDesign file as well. So now inside this packaged folder, I have all the files, the InDesign file and all its associated assets, its links, its images, and its fonts to move that around in InDesign. So what I would need to do, and what you would need to do again if you're saving back down the CS3, you would not only want to package it, but you'd also want to export an interchange file as well. And then you would want to move manually move that interchange file into this folder. And then once you do that, <coughs> then this is what you would save if you're working in a classroom situation. This you would drag to your student folder and then you can just trash these files. You don't need them. These are, these are just trash now. And then you would log off. You would log back on the next day or into the lab. You would pull this learning InDesign folder out of there. And then you would open that up and then open that InDesign file that's inside that folder the next day you're working on it. So I would open this up Oh, did I open that in the wrong application? I sure did. So let me get in the right application here. So now I would open that file. I tried to open that in CS3 and of course we know that won't work. So there it is. Now say if I add more photos and make more font changes, I would package that again that second day. File and package. And I would ignore this RGB color situation. Push continue. And then I would save it again to the desktop. And this time I could call it learning InDesign version 2. Just some naming convention so you know which version of the package that you're working with and I would package that again the next day. Close that file. Now 
I no longer need this content that's in this first InDesign folder, so I could trash that because in InDesign 2, version 2, it's brought all my assets in their correct InDesign again. So then I could just trash this and then drag that to my student folder. And I would know if I log out, log back in the next day, then I would use this folder. And then I would open in design, file, open. And that keeps track of all your assets, your images, and your fonts, so you have everything that you need to continue working on your InDesign file, day to day, computer to computer. And so again, after I worked again on that third day, I would file, export, file, package, push continue, call it V3, and just that's how you make sure that you have all your assets, all your links are there, images are in, in the correct place, and all your fonts are be able to be moved from computer to computer. So that's trash. Then I would move that to my student folder. And that's how you manage your fonts and package your InDesign file to move around from computer to computer.